The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. It's Street Week on The Spin-Off. We're looking back over 30 years of Shortland Street, New Zealand's longest running soap opera. And we've got more dalliances, drama and death than you can shake a stethoscope at. If you want to know everything that's worth knowing about Chris Warner's love life, the story behind the iconic theme tune and the best local to visit for a yum panini, head to thespinoff.co.nz for Street Week right now. The Real Pod is brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nando's.co.nz to learn more and start earning. Are our uh, bow thrusters working, guys? Bow thrusters? Are we ready to set sail? <laughs> <laughs> How many metres are we? Can I swing? <laughs> Let's 1. go. 5. Let's 1. go. 5. <laughs> this, this I, would not, I would not make a manoeuvre like this at this time of night. Kia <laughs> <laughs> welcome along to The Real Pod. This is a new Real Recap series. We are recapping Below Deck Down Under. Very exciting. My name is Jane Yee. I'm joined in studio by Duncan Cree. We've got Tiahe Butler on production. And on a big old screen is Alex Casey. I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> if you listened to the pod yesterday, you would have heard all about um, Alex's COVID oh. experience. The whys, the wherefores, the who's, the hows. But she's still, she's very keen to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. She's real. I may never recover. <laughs> Can you imagine getting COVID on a super yacht? What would that be like? Oh, no, thank you. I think it might be sort no, of good. Might be, might be not. You have to have it. Actually, to be fair, it's not that different from my current situation because I can't, not only do I have to isolate, I can't go outside my 50 metre squared cabin, aka my apartment. I can't even go into the hallway. I cannot go outside. Haven't so you got a like a ways... sort of a, a little w- window room or like a sunroomy thing? Barely. No? No jacuzzi? No jacuzzi. Oh. What's the state of the galley? I'm what like, the... who's that little guy, Danny? You remember Danny I... when he got sick? I love Danny. Look, I've got Danny in today's notes, actually. <laughs> um, listen, if, you, if you're joining us for the first time, we're recapping. In fact, if you're joining us for like the 500th time, uh, this is still new to you. We're recapping... Below Deck Down Under, it screens on Bravo, 9.30pm on Tuesdays, well, last night, if you're in Aotearoa. If you're overseas, you're probably not overseas, because we're a small podcast. You might be. You might be. You might be a London corny. You might be a a (laughs) German corny. Um, 
We do have a, a Facebook page if you want to join in some conversation, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. You can also find us on Instagram at the Spinoff Podcast Network. Right. Aisha Scott is our, our chief stew. She's our Aisha, isn't she? She really is. She's a Kiwi. And, uh, She's my captain. As of, I think just a few days ago, a, a, a Dancing with the Stars promo dropped. That feature that Aisha was going to be on Dancing with the Stars of the 2020 edition. So exciting! It has since been removed that promo from YouTube. Interesting. They pulled it. Well, mm. I may have recorded it, so <gasps> it lives forever on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would have been great if she'd been on that, but never mind. I guess she's uh, she's on to bigger and better things now. She's in the Great Barrier Reef on Thalassa, and can I just say, double beds for the crew. Double beds and double bed bunk? Yeah. You're joking. It's amazing technology. How does that hold, how does that stay up? I mean, look, I don't even know how a boat floats, but how does a double bunk stay up there? I think you know? I get the, I've got COVID. I think I, I think I understand both of these things. I think I understand how a boat floats and how they secure a double, a double bunk. I just think, like, because I always, like, just transformed the situation to be, what if I was in it? <laughs> um, and, you know, I've decided that I, even though I get hideously seasick, I'd be great as a stew <laughs> on a super yacht. Do you reckon? I, I, now that they've got double beds, I'm like, yes, yes. And have you seen the crew with your eyeballs? They are. Yeah, they're too attractive. Yeah. They, they are a hot lot. I don't they think, are, uh, yeah. Hottest lot, yeah. I feel Definitely, like maybe. I think net, net hottest lot. Yeah. If you add I up, think having course. a hot captain does like a lot. Yeah, for the a lot of heavy net. lifting. <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like, how much of hot captain's hotness is due to captain? Yeah, pr- quite a lot. It's a chicken I th- egg. I think if he were were just a lowly sort of Danny boy, he wouldn't be carrying quite so much of a powerful sexual load with him everywhere he went. Bosun, <laughs> Bosun is um, Bosun. What's the Bosun's name? Jamie. Boson Jamie is like a, uh, he's going to be a Jason before long. He's going to be a hot captain himself. Mm. So yeah. much to talk about. For a start, what do we think of the boat, the Thalassa? It's too new for me. It's too modern. The kitchen is way too big. Yeah. I feel like we're not going to get anywhere near the kitchen nightmares of previous oh, seasons with you, that luxurious kitchen. Did you meet the chef? Yeah, did you that's meet Ryan? They, but we're not going to get what we could... I feel like that chef in like a real cramped old galley would uh, there would be like brawls, mm. you know. He's such a he's such a specimen. Like just imagine how excited you'd be when you're you know, you get your next chef in and you're doing the casting and this guy just kind of starts coming out saying that you know <laughs> And he's like, My big idea is I don't want to tell the guests what they're having <laughs> oh, for dinner. No. <laughs> Not until it's sitting in front and of them. You are cut. <laughs> They're just watching Aisha's face as, as she's like hearing this like real bad idea. Not just bad ideas, but just like deeply felt beliefs that are just not going to move. It's not like I've, I've got a thing I'm going to try out. It's like, this is who I am as a person. <laughs> and they're just going to have to deal with it, but not directly with me, with you. Let's, let's run through um, our crewmates. So, of course, we've got Captain Jason, who's a, a babe. He's no Sandy, though. I mean, it takes, <sighs> takes some getting used to a new cap after, after Captain Sandy. Uh, who has featured in a lot of the seasons of... Ooh, all of the seasons? 
No. Captain of, of, Med, of Med. Of Med. Yeah. No, no, there's that old chappy. No, but he's there's on... Captain Mark and he, rest in peace. He's dead. No. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. What did you do? Has he been sprinkled at sea? I don't know. I don't Seems know. Fitting. Yeah. Um, no, she's. Well, yeah. she didn't. He was. He was OG blow deck though. Was he? Whereas Sandy was mid. I don't know. I thought he was season one of mid. Maybe. Lot. Lot of information here. There's a lot of captains. Oh, there's only. But this guy is Australian. He's young. Gish. He's, he's hot. He spent the first day on board washing the boat topless. Yeah. Um, all by himself. And he considers himself more of a big brother than a captain, which I feel like that may come back and bite him in the ass, you know? <laughs> I feel like people are going to take the piss a bit. Well. Yeah. Um, our it's chief very student, nice of him. You have to do so much wiping on a boat, don't you? A lot of wiping, a lot of squeegeeing. In fact, Everything. again, we've done a lot of squeegeeing in our showers, Alex. We're, we're well prepped. I, I mean, yeah, I am dealing. I've, I'm having a mold problem. To be fair, I'm having a mold problem. I'm having a grout problem. Hang so on. I don't know how, oh, in the shower. If that squeegeeing has helped at all. You got to leave your your fan on for twenty minutes after you get out. Shower it. It might be time for shower it. Are you a? <laughs> okay, Chief Stu is Aisha Scott, as we mentioned, um, and her first words as she entered the boat were, "Oh, I feel like I stink a little bit," which is just. That just wraps her up, really. She's that's uh, her girl. She did a cracking fart on the supercut mm. as well, which was <laughs> which was really good to see. And she ended her first gym meeting by saying, "I really need to do a poo, so we'll wrap this up." Uh, and she's so nice. She's so lovely. She's so lovely. <laughs> she always talks like that. She does. Yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's possibly too lovely. Um, again. Hannah is uh, a stalwart of the chief stew position, and she always has some drama. Like, Aisha's genuinely extremely accommodating to the guests. Almost to, to, to a fault. Like, I do wonder how she's going to handle the... So, you know, because chief stew needs to be like a bit of a brick wall at times and just kind of bounce energy around, and, and it doesn't feel like that's Aisha's natural posture. no. She wants to be friends with her stews. Hannah's so surly with the guests sometimes that she'd always be like really condescendingly like, oh, sure, honey. And they ask she was like, just <laughs> dripping with like sarcasm and contempt. It was quite, quite shocking. And you could tell she was like, oh, they'll never notice this. It's like, no, no, that's radiating out of you. <laughs> So it's going to be a very, very different vibe in the interior. We've also got Magda, who started on Super, Super Yacht six months ago, seemingly to get some nice Instagram photos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a very clear line between modelling and yachting, <laughs> apparently. They're all doing it. All the models are going into Super Yachts just because nice scenery or something. Um, and then you've got Toomey, who is second stew, and... We don't learn a lot about her to start off with, do we? No. She's been yachting for some time, five years? No, that's Ryan I'm thinking of. Ryan the chef's five years. Speaking of Ryan, um, Aisha asked him if he's really chefy, do you have little tantrums and stuff? And he's like, stupid question. Of course I do. <laughs> I am arrogant. But he literally said, I'm arrogant. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not. Is he also the only American on board? No. No. No, no, um, there's two deckhands who are American, Culver, uh, Culver and Brittini. Do, do you have COVID? <laughs> I've got COVID. Oh, I've got brain fog. Yes. <laughs> the brain fog. Uh, so, yeah, deckhands, we've got Culver from the US who is just a 
Jock, personified. Yeah, yeah he's swallow as hell too. Seems nice enough. Eats tuna like no, nobody's business. Which is just a smelly food. No, I'm going to start because, like, I'm, I've just I need to I need to get fit and trim and <laughs> apparently tuna straight out of the. Yeah, Ti, he's nodding. Is it? Yeah. Packed so, with protein. That's me from so now good. on. <laughs> I, I also noticed in the crew mess, big old box of wheat bix, which made me feel proud. <laughs> Look, I wrote down some other things that I spotted in the mess. Not oh, yeah. just sorry in the galley when the provisions arrived. Um, let me have a look. Sorry, I got to find it. There was Abe's Bagels. I did notice that. Is that a New Zealand franchise? Was that? I don't know, but uh, there were also some. I didn't see the brand, but there were English muffins. There were lots of tortillas. There was Golden Circle canned pineapple, and there was also a packet of Tim Tams tucked away in a high cupboard. Mm. So that's amazing because it's like previously there is no evidence to suggest that Below Deck takes place in the same universe as us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's just nothing. <laughs> but now we've got Tim Tams, we've got Wheat Bags. It's awesome. It's almost too grounding. You know what I mean? Like the, It is too grounding. You expect it all to be. You think it's all just going to be like caviar and, and obviously that stuff's there too. But but surely this is all just for the crew to have their... What, like the upside down pineapple pudding? Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what else happened? <laughs> what else happened in the show? One thing which, like, it, it felt like less happened in the episode than in the, you know, you don't, you know, the normal sort of format of the thing where you get all of, all of those elements that you've written about, Alex, like the the sort of four or five different reality shows in one where they, they you know, they get out on the town, you meet the guests. Like, we just didn't get as much no. information as you normally do, which was, I was like, sort of so thirsty for more after that first step. Well, luckily, there is plenty more coming, another 16 episodes. Yeah, cause that, that, and that sort of, that, that's kind of what's maybe a little bit concerned. It's like, have they just tried to stretch this thing out a little bit so that there won't be as much nah, material? No, one's always the setup. It's always the setup. You meet everyone, that you, they, they sort out the provisions and sort out the boat, and then they have their first charter guests come on board. So I think it's, I think it's standard. It's going to be okay. okay. Yeah, it's going to be fine. How good was the. Um the captain on the news driving a boat into the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> no, he had the option of the restaurant or the runabouts, and he chose the runabouts instead of the restaurant. Okay, so what's happened there is I didn't understand in the moment what runabouts was, so I chose to just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> you would be, if you were the captain, you'd be like, I don't know what those things are. I'm going for the restaurant. So at least when I have my news <laughs> interview, I can say what I, I did. I don't think I can fumble my way through a box pop <laughs> about the runabouts. <laughs> Amazing. That. What are the runabouts then, Captain Jane? They're little boats. Tiny little boats oh. that you run about. Well, like, they're so that tiny. They're just not giant. Like It's a similar concept as a runabout car, you know, just a little... Uh, nothing fancy. Does the job. Gets you from A to B. So they're the Suzuki Swifts of the, the ocean. That's true. And he chose those. He's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I choose the runabouts. He chose the runabouts. And I have to say, why is the man still driving boats? <laughs> 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 like that thing went not just into runabouts. I'm pretty sure it hit the wharf and so on. <laughs> yeah, she, she was, she was travelling at a rate of. And he was saying <laughs> that the bow thrusters, which was the big drama of, uh, of episode one, uh, the bow thrusters helped him in that situation because it enabled him to direct himself towards those runabouts. Um, I thought he was saying that the bow thrusters had gone out and that's why he, he ran ashore. So I still don't really know why he ran ashore. <laughs> Just I know that when you are running ashore, if you've got your bow thrusters, you can at least choose the runabouts. <laughs> <laughs> but also apparently in this moment, the ocean was running out of water. 
that's the title situation. Something about the tide going up and down. I mean, all I know is that's a really fucking massive yacht and like quite a bit of it's under the water. And <laughs> mm. and that when we closed, when the closing credits came up, uh, there was just 60 centimetres between like the ocean floor and the bottom of the keel. Yep. Of the Chris Keel. That's just a couple of, that means <laughs> so little. Such a niche <laughs> one. That's extremely niche. Um, that's just two two school rulers, isn't it? 60 centimetres. But I feel like, because they, they were sort of implying that, that there was a period of time at, the, at dead low tide when the keel would run aground, but... I'm not. I, I feel like they might have been over-egging that because if they were within 30, 30 minutes of of low tide and they still had sixty centimeters or something, I was just trying to do the math. I don't. I didn't. I think maybe they're just always going to be okay. It just felt like potentially manufactured. Seems drama. unlikely. Seems unlikely. They never would. Drama. No, no oh. need. Without Nando's, there would be no real pod. There'd also be no cheesy garlic pita. Basically, Nando's changed all of our lives. Now, we all know that times are tough for Hospo, and sadly, Nando's have had to temporarily shut down some of their restaurants. So make sure you check the website to see which stores are still open before you visit. However, if you prefer to eat at home, like I do, because I'm lazy, Nando's Delivery has got you covered, and there's a nice little bonus on the side. You can order a scrumptious meal directly from the Nando's app on your telephone or the website on your computer and earn Perry Perks points. Once you're on the Nando's train, you are definitely not going to want to get off and you can use your points towards future orders. You don't get Perry Perks through other delivery services, so great hack. If you're a fan of the real pod, show our besties at Nando's some love. Visit nandos.co.nz or download the app today. Winter is a great time to travel around New Zealand. If you're thinking about your next holiday, why not make it a road trip with Go See? Visit us at goseetravel.com today to find the rental vehicle to fit your holiday and get ready to explore. Real people, real laughs. It's New Zealand's podcast. The grey whale engages in three whale activity. A throttle. The females on top blow hole to the stars and um, the male is underneath her <laughs> and then on the bottom there's another guy holding his mate up. So, Fletch, you're up first. <laughs> From iHeartRadio, Clay ZM's Fletch Vaughan and Hayley. NZ's number one entertainment podcast. Available everywhere. What else? Benny lost his mum. Can we talk about how the chef is obsessed with... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sad thing about Benny and his mum. Oh, sorry. I was going to talk about the chef's love of giant food. (laughs) Uh, Look, both both good talking points. But let's just quickly touch on Benny. Benny lost his mum and his dad. He's not ready to talk about it with Bratini, who prefers Bratini over Brit, by the way. Mm. I'm only going to remember it because... Wouldn't you? Bratini Martini. That's all I can think of. (laughs) Um... And just, uh, he's been on a 10-day silent silence. How? I don't know. Can you imagine us on a silence retreat? I can't imagine a 10-minute silence retreat. Uh, and he just, I, I like Benny, even though I know he's going to be Danny 2.0. This is the Danny reference. Danny, if you remember from mid many seasons ago, was um, he hooked up with a guest <laughs> on the beach. He was the party guy. We know had heaps of fun. The guests fucking loved him, but he was a useless dickhead. <laughs> so useless. <laughs> and Benny's kind of vibing that way. But I love him because he loves his mum. That's all. Okay, as you were about Ryan? Big food? Oh, no, just Ryan was like, when there are millennials on deck, mm. I know what they want. Big old bit of crab. <laughs> as <laughs> the a, biggest crab ever. As a millennial, as the only millennial on this pod, are you a millennial? Do you fall in? 
No, no. I'm, I'm Gen Z. Yeah. Is but, it, how, are you, aren't you Gen X? Gen X, I mean. Gen Z. Holy <laughs> hell, what a claim. I'm Gen Z. <laughs> Respect me. Um, um, no, but aren't, aren't you also... Yeah, you, no, I'm, you, an Xer. Yeah. I'm an Xer. Oh, you're an Xer. So yeah. why are you claiming millennial? Then? I'm not. I'm saying oh. to, to Alex, as I'm the only, only millennial, one. can you testify to, I mean, I feel like you like big food or portions, maybe. I don't know. I would be excited by it, I guess. But I would more like to see it in an aquarium environment. <laughs> you know, if a really big Alaskan king crab. You wouldn't like to eat situation. it. I'd love to eat it. I don't think so. Can you taste things? Have you got your sense of smell still? No. Oh, there you go. That's the problem. Have you got... I have COVID. Oh. It's really serious. <laughs> it's cool that we're making you do a podcast, even though you're like basically deathly ill and literally in bed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry you've got COVID. Thank you for not giving yeah, it thank to you. us. Thank too. you for telling us as well. Like, yeah. You're welcome. We might, have, we welcome. might have guessed uh, when you just finished <laughs> up to work for seven days. <laughs> um, but no, look, Ryan's instincts were correct. I, I am not a normal millennial, I would say, in that, like, I don't, I don't know if millennials even photograph their food. What? That seems like a more boomer thing. Oh, I think it's a no, more boomer thing. Millennials started it. I know, but I think it's passe now. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, social media references, actually, because you had your your model turned mm. third stew. Um, you had your TikTok dancers. And then you had all them taking their photos for the Instagram machine as well. It's a lot of uh, yes. a lot of social media. No mention of Facebook though. It's all, yeah, no. it's very strange. Unusual. It's, it's still the the greatest. Um, look, <laughs> at my generation, we didn't take photos of food. We just took high angle photos, high high angle selfies, emo selfies. Oh yeah. So that would be me. That's what I'd be doing. Uh, so you wouldn't you wouldn't crack into the big crab with your hands? I have in the past cracked into a small crab because I think there's something primal and interesting about doing it, but I, I don't think I'd like to do it now. I have a question. But they liked the... Eh? I, have, I have a question for you. <laughs> do you consider yourself a foodie? No. Okay. He'd probably like you then. Yeah. I thought it was a bold choice for him to serve first up with, with no, you know... Unrequested. There were quite a lot of manual labour. You know, there are a lot of very squeamish people who, who go to the, the, these yachts. I can imagine it just sort of it could, could have tanked, and then he, he, his response would have been quite quite an interesting thing. I'm here for it. I feel like if I'm going on that ridiculous kind of experience, it's just one meal. It's the first meal. And speaking of meals, <laughs> slight tangent. I'm jealous. See, I hear to celebrate the launch of our, our new Real Recap series has brought us themed chockey to eat. Top deck. Uh, like you get a deck on a boat, if I need to explain that for you. I do need to explain it for Duncan because he didn't, he I didn't, didn't get, get it, it right away. Uh, but I've got, I get it now and I, I mean even more in awe of TI here than normal. And he, he delicately plated up um, four pieces, eight pieces each, didn't he, in, t- in two lots of squares of four. But then he's also left the rest of the packet there for us, knowing us I'm really hopeful well. that I don't. Going to that because that will be a bad sign for me. We'll be asleep by the end. Guys, I've opened my window. If you, if the drone wants to bring some, just saying. Drone's broken at the moment, and that we don't have one. Um, Mm. But the the way that the technology is changing in here, we've got this fancy giant Zoom TV, and this. What is this above us? It's a bunk. We've got this crazy bunk. This 
oral is this all this a more sort of Ortex technology? Like this studio is now it's really flash. People used to walk into our old studio and go, Oh, this is where you okay. And yeah. now now they walk in and go, Oh This feels like if there was a podcast studio on a super yacht, it would look like this. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That was the brief. That's what we're for. <laughs> Sirocco. Um or Scirocco, as, as Sandy would call Sirocco for half the half the charter season, and then not. Eros? What about Eros? Remember Eros? I don't think I've seen Eros. Eros. Yeah, the, the, it was like the season where they never said the boat's name and only really showed the wide that had the um, name because it was such a lewd name. Did he? But, yeah. So many lewd <laughs> things. It happened. So many lewd things happen on these yachts. I can't believe that they were being shy about it. And I tell you what, double double beds, double bunk beds... Yeah, just practically asking for. They are absolutely. They're probably specially installed. Like, knock down a wall. We need to get doubles in here because we need to encourage some action. Okay, our first guest is Charlie Gambino. Um, not to be confused with Charlie. Nothing. Bad joke. Sorry. And his young professional pals. Uh, they all seem nice enough. Lovely toga party. Uh, I prefer it when a guest is. For example, the son of Roy Orbison. <laughs> that was so good. The son of Roy Orbison, was his name Roy? Or was just the... I think so. The, it was Roy Jr. Yeah, but then there was also little baby Roy as well. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that one. My favourite guest remains Mr. Skin. <laughs> Internet oh, yeah. pop celebrity porno pioneer, Mr. Skin. Oh, my God. Who was so stoked with himself and his career choices, despite being 100 years old. Yeah, he really was. I didn't even know Mr. Skin was real. I thought it was a thing they made up for Knocked Up. <laughs> I want to know how they find these guests, because, you know, clearly these uh, these charters are only three days. Usually people book them for a week. So it's obviously some special kind of like, you know, come on this charter, be on the telly. What possesses Roy Orbison's son to do that? Like, is it promo? Like, get get the name Roy Orbison out there a bit more? Probably <laughs> does have to, are flagging, to, you know? to yeah, introduce it to another, a new generation. And the dude from Ace of Base was with him. Wow. That was so great. Oh you, need to, you need to watch that. You need to watch that episode. I do. I need so to watch good. them all. I love the show. I am just like, I'm still making my way through season five of Med, so it's so good that Blow Deck... Down Under has come along at this time for me so I can have crossover and just, like, you know, sail into the next charter without without stopping. Overall, these guests, they seem a little bit nice for me. I'm, I'm just cons- I, w- I was sort of quite hopeful just looking at them, just eyeballing them, that we might get some, some real classic sort of, uh, you know, like sort of social media influencer-y kind of horrible to the crew type stuff, but they just seem quite quite nice, reasonable people, which, I mean, it's fine, but I just hope that's not all that they have in store for us this season. <laughs> Remains to be seen because they did start getting a bit pissy about not being able to leave the harbour. Yeah, well, that's sort of fair enough. It's quite, it quite amazing that the, 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 the boat <laughs> just, just can't move for such a long period at the start of the charter. I love it when the boat gets stuck. Oh, I, do you know what? Again, this it's, is it's one of the those whole things. thing. If, yeah. I, if I was at first when I started watching this, I was just so blown away by the boat. I was like, I wouldn't couldn't care less if that thing was in a dry dock. I would still be thrilled, even if it wasn't actually in the water. I'd be happy to be there for three days, you know. And then now, because I've seen so many episodes, I'm like, I want something new. You need to sail me to a place I've never been. I want to see. Landmarks I've not seen before, and we better fucking be getting out on all the toys. All the toys. All the toys. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, but they did crane out some jet skis. They did. Which is, I haven't seen that before. 
Had them suspended True. and lowered them into the water so you could just have a, a wee whip around with Benny on the on the back. <laughs> Huge Danny imagery in that scene. And the uh, the big drama is mentioned, the bow thrusters. So um, <laughs> Captain Jason, big brother Jason, fired up the boat, immediately started smoking up and making terrible noises and shut things down immediately. And, uh, and then the engineers, who we usually only see at the very beginning of the, show, of the season and then... That's it. Um, they got they got some screen time as they scurried about trying to fix up a leaky pipe or something. Were there runabouts in the area? Couldn't say for sure, Alex. Couldn't tell you. I'm just saying there's a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a friend who's sort of kind of dating someone who is an engineer on a super yacht. And when I found this out, I was like, I must see all the photos. It's just like on the telly. Just like on the telly. Crazy. I know. What do they have to do? What's their biggest drama? I don't know. Didn't they, ask. I was just like, I want to see the crew mess, you know? Are they big fans of the franchise? No idea. Sure you have to be. Oh, look, uh, would you would you watch a TV show that was all about the uh, um, <laughs> a reality show? It's called The Office, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just realised. No, they, they, they actually had a, um, a reality show for one season called, like, it was, it was something, something Rolling Stone. It was basically trying to be like the next Rolling Stone writer, but it was, apparently it was, it was like unconscionably boring. And, and, and this was during the era <laughs> where just like the, the worst shows were getting multiple seasons and it got canned after one and was really like roundly condemned as like you can't watch writers trying to write. Like this is, <laughs> even in the glamorous music industry, this isn't going to fly. Can you imagine if a reality crew came to our offices, it would just be dead silence, a lot of tippy-titty-tappeting, Someone complaining that the, the coffee had run out and someone hadn't put, in a, put on a new pot. And then they'd walk into the studio and Alex would literally just be falling over things. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> the real pod reality TV show. Yeah. I think that's about it. But we do have to... So we finish on a, a treacherous sort of situation going out at the night time with the low tide and the new bosun and the hot captain. Um, but... Duncan, you went to the preview event. I did. Alone. Well, not alone. I went, went with lovely Nikki. But um, you you were both invited and, and couldn't make it for various reasons. But it was um, it was so good to be at a promo event. For, like, I haven't been to one in such a long time. And you get your like a, a, an actually very good fancy cocktail on the way in. And I saw Molly Little John mm. from The Bachelor. Wow. Did you say hi? Yeah. Had good chats. Who now works for 818 Publicity with beloved Chris Henry. Does she work at 818? I know. And um, talked to Dom Corey and just generally like it was a, it was a, it was a great time. And I want to know how elite this was. How many people like were we part of an elite? Group? Yeah, it was super elite. Like we we saw it in like a, a gold classy type theatre that was probably like eighty five percent full, and I'd say that. You know, there weren't heaps of people that, heaps more people who could have fitted in, so maybe it was your absences that stopped it. Well, I don't know how many fit in a gold class. I don't know I if it's 200 like, or if it's 80. No, you gold, know. you know what, have you not been to a gold class cinema? It's like, like 30 or something. Oh, my gosh. And I was at, we, someone won some real significant prize, the name of which escapes me, but they were in like D7 and I was in C7, so I felt very close to the, to the big prize what? action. Prize? Yeah. Prize? Yeah, prize. Oh, good like, news. I think it was like a super yacht, maybe. Good news. Oh, my God. Was there a goodie bag? There was a, a goodie box full of uh, popcorn. Yeah. Yummy. Um, there's something <laughs> coming for us today, though. There's some tech yes. coming. 
There's some tat coming, <gasps> but you're not here, Alex. Guard it. Guard my tat. <laughs> we'll, hide, we'll hide it in the studio for you. Thank you. We don't yeah, want your was, tat to be lost at sea. It was, such a, it was such a fun time and made me remember why going to publicity events is, is so good. It was like probably the first time I've been to in like two years or something. Crazy. And any other food apart from the popcorn? Um, yep, there were little chicken sliders, which I did not eat. Yum. And polenta fries, which Yum. you don't see every day, which I ate quite wow. a considerable number of and may or may not have caused me to like have a, have a light sleep during the, towards the latter <laughs> portion of the episode, <laughs> which might also explain some of my vaguely confused con- contributions to this episode. I feel like we need to, we have a confession to make. This is quite a bold way to end the show. Alex and I have a confession. Should we? What? Should we confess? She's, she's well, thinking. Well, you've started you have it to now. Confess. I can't do anything in this situation. <laughs> You're in the safety confess. of your home. We watched the first episode together ages ago. <gasps> what? Without me? Yep. This is a betrayal. It wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. You're just walking down the street, you see each other like, oh, we'll just get out the phone. But, this is impossible. But not only that, I mean, I was busy running around trying to make a lemon meringue pie at the time, so I, I honestly, I didn't seek any of it. Like, I missed it. I had to watch what? it all again as well. I had to watch it all again. I even still this? got confused. I don't understand. Look, it was around the time. <laughs> it feels like someone's like confessing to cheating on which they are. Yeah. I don't feel great about it, but I've been honestly holding on to this for such a long time. (laughs) Didn't confess until now. It was right around the time of when I I had to police my emotions. It was around the time of the maths when we fucked up the maths dinner party. So you couldn't come to to watch the maths finale, but you just snuck off. We were kind of like we're in so deep now. Maybe this is the end of the real pod. We were like, you know, we've already fucked. <laughs> we already fucked that. We may as well watch below deep. I feel we like just... we've become a reality TV show right here. Like this is like like an engineered s- drama. It's like the producer it said to hold up. it back, hold it back. Tell him on the podcast. And you're like, but that feels like a betrayal that he can't, you know, have to emotionally process this on a live with a live. But then mic. Duncan got to go to the event. You know, Duncan got to go to the lovely event and have a nice time. It was so raining. In a way, nature's. <laughs> Look, this is also, I tried to go to the toilet, and I did like three laps. I think that they've got this. They, they don't have the wayfinding for the toilet sorted there. <laughs> I mean, they, look, that they, they might seem minor, but at the time, it was pretty upsetting. To and be I'm just fair, saying, isn't part... there a toilet just outside the gold class? Well, yeah, yes, there is, but I didn't know that at the time. So I went up and around that food court thing, <laughs> and there's just always a oh, sign saying no. toilets this way, and then there are never toilets that way. Well, it's a bit and like that, a just sort of goes, that just sort of adds to the oh, situation so with the sorry. betrayal. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. And, oh, I'm really hot. Um, I this thought- is stressing me out. Can I just say, as someone who has COVID-19, <laughs> I am supposed to stay relaxed <laughs> and stress-free. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I can see Stanley. What? Through oh, <laughs> the window. Nice. Oh, part of our new, nice. The dog just walked past. Part of our new fancy studios, you can see out into the common area. Uh, and the dog just, well, there he is. He's actually staring at us, bless him. Such a lovely dog. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Duncan, on behalf of myself and Alex, who can't speak because she's got COVID. Um, we're very sorry for what we did. I think, can we say that Duncan gets two free betrayals? <laughs> he's, I think he's, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, that's that's good. He's a, I we're think that's in, fair. We're in credit. 
What? We're in credit. I've, I've done more the betrayals. The number of times you've pulled out of things and left podcasts not, early. Yeah, that's, but that's not, that's the leaving podcasts early. But you are upfront and honest about that's that. That's right. Okay, now we are awful. And I just thought that was going to be a fun little bit and it turned out to be really stressful and horrible for everyone involved. Now I've got long COVID. I apologise. <laughs> I apologise deeply from the bottom of my heart. Oh, look, it's all right. It's all right, but. Will you give us another chance? Yeah, okay. Thanks. One more season. All right, here we go. Below deck, down under, 16 more episodes to go. Thank you very much for joining us for this. We've got one more week of Dancing with the Stars to recap next week, and then that's done and dusted. Um, and then, yeah, we're just on charter. We're on charter for the rest of the season, baby. Yeah. Mate, hopefully no more betrayals. <laughs> hmm? Catch you next time. Bye. Sorry, bye. Goodbye. Thanks, Is it over? over? Yeah, it's all finished. <laughs> From the Spin-Off Podcast Network, you've been listening to The Real Pod, with very special thanks to Nando's. It was hosted by me, Jane Yee, along with Alex Casey and, most of the time, Duncan Grieve. Tiahe Butler made it all sound good, and Rachel LaRue got us out to the world. Make sure you visit nandos.co.nz for some delicious kai. Just quickly, if you enjoyed this podcast and value what we do at The Spin-Off, please consider joining The Spin-Off members. All our mahi is made possible by our members, and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Totoko mai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Kia ora e te iwi, Tiaihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.